Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Okay, friends. So this, <clears throat> this gospel that we have today, uh, what's it from? Luke's gospel. This gospel from Luke that we have today, Jesus is confronting these powers of darkness. He's doing an exorcism, right? So he's driving out a demon. And demons, if you don't know, demons are fallen angels. So there's good angels and there's bad angels. We got good angels fighting for us and helping us, encouraging us, and there's bad angels, demons, who rebelled against God, who don't want us to go to heaven, who don't want us to be saints, right? So Jesus is driving out this demon. And then at the end of this whole thing, we hear him say this thing. He says, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his palace, his possessions are safe, but when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, he takes away the armor on which he relied and distributes the spoils. Okay. Remember a few weeks ago I talked about how like there are sometimes that Jesus says stuff in the Gospels where we're like, yeah, I totally understand that. And then there's other times where Jesus says stuff in the Gospels where we're like, huh? Right? This is kind of one of those huh moments, right? But I want to I dig into this because if we can understand what Jesus is saying here at the end of this Gospel, uh, we're going to be in a much, I don't know, much better place to enter into Holy Week, which is really soon. It's right around the corner. We're over halfway through Lent. It's pretty amazing, right? So we got Holy Week coming up. Holy Week, of course, is when we celebrate the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. We call that the Paschal Mystery. Say Paschal Mystery. The Paschal Mystery. Jesus entering into suffering, death, and his amazing resurrection. Holy Week, which starts on Palm Sunday, goes all the way through Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, Easter Sunday, this amazing, amazing week set apart where we are contemplating, we're looking at like what Jesus did for us on the cross. Like, what is he doing there? Like, so often I think we are so used to hearing or thinking that, like, Jesus on the cross, he died for our sins. Right? Who's heard that before? Jesus on the cross died for our sins. Good. Okay. Hands down. Jesus on the cross, yes, died for our sins. Absolutely true. But it was more than that. It was more than that. Like Jesus himself is saying, I'm doing something more than just simply dying for your sins. Like Jesus understands like his mission as I've come to rescue you. Let me, let me put it this way. Jesus on the cross is fighting a battle to rescue you. Now that's something growing up that I never heard. Yeah, Jesus on the cross died for my sins, but Jesus on the cross is fighting a battle to rescue me? That seems like news to me, right? So here's the thing, right? If he's rescuing me, if that's what he says he's doing, right? If he's coming to rescue us, if this is not just simply a man dying on the cross, if this is if this is a man who's fighting a battle rescuing me, that begs the question, what is he rescuing me from? Right? If I'm being rescued from something, he's rescuing me from something, right? He's rescuing us from sin and Satan, death and hell. He's rescuing us from hell. He's rescuing us from the enemy. 
He's rescuing us from the enemy. Because here's what's crazy, guys. Here's what's crazy. If you go all the way back to the beginning of the story, what's the first book in the Bible? It is, if you know it, shout it out. The very first book in the Bible, Genesis. God creates man and woman. He creates Adam and Eve. He puts them in this garden. He says, this is paradise for you. I just want you and me to live in this relationship. But there's an enemy who comes into this story. A fallen angel, his name is Lucifer, who does not love us. And Lucifer wants to pull us away from God. And so he tricked our first parents. He tricked Adam and Eve. That's what he did with the fall. He tricks them. He tricks them by saying, you know, God's actually your enemy. God's the one who doesn't want you to be happy. You know how you'll be happy? You take for yourself. Grab that fruit. Eat that fruit. Then you'll be happy, which is exactly what they do. The enemy, when he did this, the fall, original sin, all the way back in Genesis, it's like he, he, it's like he, 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 made, he took us captive. We became kidnapped, you can say, by the enemy. He took us away from God. That all of humanity, all of humanity was under the control of the enemy. But God saw this situation. He saw us captive, like taken. He says, I'm going to come rescue you. That's what we hear in the readings from, that, from the first reading from Jeremiah. God says, I'm sending you prophets. I sent you prophets. I'm sending you people to prepare the way, to let you know that I'm coming to rescue you. I'm coming to rescue you. And then there's this amazing scene in the Old Testament where God brings his people out of slavery in Egypt. He rescues them from slavery and brings them into the promised land. So God is telling them, you remember how like, I rescued you from slavery and I brought you to freedom? He's like, I'm going to do that again, but it's going to be something even bigger. So Jesus, right, God sends his son, he sends Jesus who on the cross is fighting a battle for you and I. Like, here's what's amazing, right? Jesus, he says of himself, he says, I am the way, I'm the truth, and I am the, who remembers? I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Say life. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And let's just be reminded, like, Jesus is God. Jesus is God. How do you nail God to a cross? The only way that God gets on a cross is if he wants to be there. He wanted to be there so that he could draw the enemy close to him. He's drawn the enemy close so that he could like, be swallowed up by death, so that Jesus, he could go into death and explode it from the inside out. This is what Jesus is doing on Holy Saturday, right? So Jesus dies on Good Friday. It's, we say he descends to hell. What is he doing there? He's going into the devil's domain. It's like he's busting into the devil's castle. He's saying, all of these people that you've taken, they're not yours. They belong to me. I'm rescuing them. So in this gospel, Jesus says, when a strong man, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his palace. So let's, let's understand what Jesus is saying. Who's the strong man who has a palace? Who's the strong man? It's Satan. Jesus, Jesus is saying the strong man is Satan. And the palace, he's saying, is this world. And he says the strong man has all these possessions. Who are the strong man's possessions? All of us. 
So Jesus is saying, there's this strong man, Satan. He's got this palace. It's called the world. And he's got all these possessions. They're people. He says, but I'm going to come in and I'm going to bind him up. I'm going to tie him up. I'm going to make him powerless. And I'm going to take everything out of his palace. This is, guys, this is what Jesus is saying that he's doing. This is his mission. This is what he's, he's trying to help us understand that he's not just simply dying for our sins. He's rescuing us. He's rescuing us. This is the incredible news of the gospel. Say gospel. gospel. You know how every time either me or Deacon, we say the gospel of the Lord, and everyone says... You know how we should be saying that? It should be like, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Look, what we hear when we hear the gospel... When the gospel is proclaimed is, let me tell you again the story of how you got rescued. Let me tell you again the story of how Jesus looked at you and said, you matter to me. I'm coming for you. I want to save you. I want to rescue you. You know, when you and I, when we hear the gospel, I mean, it, it, like, it's the most amazing news. Like, God, you matter to God. He looks at you and says, you matter to me. I want to save you. I want to rescue you. So when we hear the gospel of the Lord, I want us maybe a little bit more, from, a little bit more oomph in our hearts from now on. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Not just praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, imagine if someone saved you. How would you feel towards them? Gratitude, like an unbelievable amount of gratitude. So let's practice the gospel of the Lord. Amen.